You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hey, fam, it's Mr. You. Please enjoy this brief perspective specifically for your ears. It won't take long. This is definitely hit strong. We're keeping it all the way short. Love letter. So, love is a topic that never, ever gets old. It has all kinds of incarnations and examples and scenarios, but at the end of the day, love is what it's all about, right? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Let's play a like word association. If I say love, what immediately comes to mind? Is it your spouse and the first time you met them? Does one of your children pop into your head? Do you think about taking a trip with a significant other? Is the first thought that of a loving parent? A wonderful childhood? Do you instantly recall those Sunday family meals at the dining room table? Maybe you immediately think about the one that got away. Or perhaps that person that doesn't know how incredible and beautiful you think they are because you haven't told them yet. When I say love, what do you think about? Do you think about a cross? Do you think about a grave? When I say love, what comes to mind? See, when I say love, or when you think about love, it elicits several different emotions, memories, and experiences. And you've heard this podcast, so you know what this is all about. So I purposely neglected another response to this. But And no, I'm not talking about pizza. Love in the world's definition, books, TV, movies, media, is common, but often very hollow. I love the Marvel movie franchise. I love deep dish pizza. Ew, gross. I love Young and the Restless. There are just some ways we use the word love, but would you agree it might sound hollow, a bit empty? Think about this. If you use pizza and your future wife in the same context, you could find yourself back on that dating app again looking for love. Come on, somebody. That's the importance of that word. When your child says, Mommy, I love apples, they may not fully understand what that means. They can't love apples the same way they love their mommy and daddy. When you see a half-eaten apple left on the counter or on the floor, not everyone can see the parameters of that love relationship if you compare apples to the way you love mommy and daddy. It might not measure up very well. So do we take our cues from what we watched in our homes growing up? Do you get your view of it from romance novels, from soap operas, or from authors who are yet unmarried, single, or divorced multiple times? Do you get your perspective on love from a Sunday sermon or a Valentine's Day commercial from a jewelry store? I'm not telling you to listen to this episode and instantly believe me. Do your own research. 
But what is the earliest example of love you can find? Was it based on gifts given? Or an expectation of a return? Is our vantage point selfish and only feeding our own specific desires and ego? Or does it extend beyond your home and into the homes of others, neighborhoods, nations? Does love in your mind travel? Is it transient? Is it transferable? Or is it relegated to one place, one situation, one need met, one specific condition? In 1996, I started to read a love letter. It has 66 books in it and multiple chapters. It showed me a love without conditions, a love that included me, but also it reached far beyond me into an entire world, generations and nations, levels and dimensions. That love letter transformed the way I view love. I didn't fully understand it until I read that. Helped me see how much I fall short in that department. One of my favorite songs ever is a song by Bobby Caldwell. It's entitled, What You Won't Do For Love. If we're in private company, I might sing a little bit for you at some point in time, but not here today. Even back in children's church, back when we were, uh, when I was teaching children's church, we would sing a song from 1 John 4, 7 and 8. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. And he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. And we had those kids singing that thing every single week, and they loved it. I have no idea they understood what we we're talking about. But they love that song, 1 John 4, 7 and 8. As an adult, feel free to sing it. Feel free to live it. Any love worth its salt needs to be extended or be able to extend, to touch, to inspire, to reach far beyond, far outside of the normal boxes. Have you ever seen a love like that before? Can you love like that? Can you give up everything you love and that matters that connects you to this world for a greater purpose? That love letter that I was talking about earlier, I read it over and over again. It talks about a love like that. Unfathomable. Incredible. Unconditional. Deeper than. Broader than. Higher than. Wider than. Take this opportunity today to love somebody without conditions, without stipulations, without promises, without vows. Just love. Give to others what you'd want given to you. Do what you think is outside of your means and do it. Change the world. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world.
Coach out.